Hey, everybody. This is LifeSpring 66. <laughs> That's new. How you doing? Did you have a good Christmas? Welcome. Welcome to LifeSpring. I'm Steve Webb, your host. What is LifeSpring? Well, listen up. Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. That's LifeSpring. Remember, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Life Springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. This shows for you if you're wondering about God, if you're curious about Jesus, or if you're just looking for hope. What will you find here? Well, you'll find music, conversation, and reasons to believe as we hit you right between the ears with the message of hope, love, and good news. Wow, here it is, the last life spring of 2005. I hope your Christmas this year was everything you would hope for. What a busy couple of weeks I've had. And I want to apologize right now for the lapse on the uh, for the lapse on the In Touch with God's Character podcasts. I promise to get back on schedule with those this week, even though this is going to be another busy week for me. This last week, okay, uh, Christmas Eve was my son Stephen's birthday, and then of course Christmas was Christmas, and you know that's always busy and a good busy. These are all busy, good things, but busy nonetheless. Uh, but at the end of this week, on New Year's Eve, is the wedding anniversary of the lovely Lady Leanne and I. It'll be 16 years, and uh, so you know we ha- I have that to get ready for as well. Although we've uh, Leanne and I have decided to at least consider moving the celebration of our anniversary to a different time simply because December is so very busy and very expensive that uh, you know we have a hard time getting things together for the anniversary we've uh, uh, you know we, we just weren't really, well I'm the one that uh, that wanted to have our wedding on New Year's Eve I you know not being a social kind of a guy and not understanding all the ramifications of that you know it turns out that everybody in the world has their own parties of course on New Year's Eve so for us to go out and have a special evening we have to book like you know a year in advance at a restaurant or something like that so it makes it really difficult and of course it's uh, the high season for the travel industry so yeah, I just wasn't thinking. So we're we're thinking about you know maybe moving the actual celebration time to something like um, uh, Valentine's Day or something like that. But nonetheless, it is going to be a busy week. But I will, I promise, to get back to the In Touch with God's Character series this week. All right, uh, listen today. I want to get right to it, if that's okay with you. Um, all the housekeeping announcements. Uh, contact information and show notes information will be in the last five minutes of the show today. So if you want to be able to you know, know how to get in touch with me, uh, you can scroll forward to the last five minutes of the show and you'll find all that information there. Now, there is just one thing I do want to tell you right now before we go any further. 
If you would like to have me come and speak to your group, you can drop me a line at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. And we can begin a conversation about that. I've decided that this year I'm going to start offering myself to speak at your group events, whether it's a church or youth group or any other kind of event that you think that you'd like to have me come and speak to your group about or with or at. Um, let me know. It's just another way that I can maybe get the uh, LifeSpring podcast word out. And I, I like to speak in front of people. Um, it used to scare me to death. I, it's hard to believe. You know, every week I do this and I, I talk to you and, uh, oh, a couple of other people in the world. And uh, I used to be so very shy. But uh, it, it's, and I still am. Like when I'm in a social situation, I have a tendency to want to, you know, stand in a corner somewhere and turn my nose into the corner. And maybe I'm not quite that bad, but I'm not really the so the social animal that my, my wife is. She just goes and she just loves to talk to people. And, and, uh, you know, once I get comfortable with you, I I love to talk to you, but for me to just go into a a strange setting is uh, a little bit uncomfortable, but that's something that I I would like to begin doing kind of, you know, push myself out a little bit more and, uh, expand my horizons a little bit. Uh, if you would like to have me come to speak to your group, uh, I'm good at that. I'm good at standing in front of a group of people, but one-on-one, it's a little bit uncomfortable for me. I know it's weird, but what can I say? That's what we're going to do. All right, well, let's get started with a song from a longtime friend of the LifeSpring podcast. The first time I played this artist was December 13, 2004, only a month after the LifeSpring podcast made its debut. Waba has been a part of our soundtrack from the very beginning. Here's a cut from Waba's new CD called The Beautiful Effect. The name of the song is Giver. Enjoy. Yeah. 
That's Waba from the brand new CD called The Beautiful Effect. The title of the track is Giver. Now, you can check out some of Waba's music over at music.podshow.com. I persuaded him to uh, put some uh, tracks up over there, and you can go listen. Uh, and from music.podshow.com, you can click over on to his website and find information on how you can buy that CD. Um, I really enjoy Waba's music, and I encourage you to check it out. As we start today, I want to apologize to my friend Rob Coslow. The last couple of times I've used his music in the background, I've neglected to give him uh, credit on the air. I put it on the show notes page, but I keep forgetting to announce it. So I just want you to know that what you're hearing right now in the background is Rob Coslow, and this particular track is called Meant to Be. Uh, you can check it out at music.podshow.com. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Rob. Uh, you've been gracious enough to not say anything, but uh, I need to say it now. And uh, I want to thank you for letting me use your music as background music. Hey, listen, we just finished Christmas, and at this time of year, uh, we really focus on children. Um, there's a friend of mine named Ron, and he has a podcast called Griddle Cakes Radio that I encourage you to check out. But uh, he often says, and that got me to thinking. So Christmas time got me to thinking about kids and that got me to thinking about Mark of uh, the book of Mark in the New Testament chapter 10 and I'd like to share some of that with you um, it says starting at verse 13 people were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them but the disciples rebuked them and when Jesus saw this he was indignant he said to them let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. Now, friends, how, how do little kids come to us? I know when my children come to be with me, even my oldest, who is 23 years old, well, they don't bring anything but themselves. They know they don't have to qualify to have time with me or to receive something from me. They know that they don't have anything I need and that they can't buy my attention or my affection. They come with empty hands and full hearts because that's all they have. And you know what? That's all I want. The greatest thing my kids can do for me is to just want to be with me, to share time together, connecting looking into each other's eyes with no distractions, talking about things that matter, building ties to one another's hearts. That's what God wants from us. We can't bring anything to Him other than our hearts. Nothing we possess is of any interest to Him. Our job doesn't impress Him. The neighborhood we live in doesn't matter to Him. Our clothes don't faze Him. Our doctrinal sophistication is nothing to Him. None of this or anything else we bring to the table can earn a place by his side. What God desires is just for me to come to him as my own children do and say, Hey, Dad, can we hang out together? I love you, Dad. God will never turn away one of his children when they come to him like that. He longs for us to approach him like this. What he doesn't want is for us to say, God, I've done this good thing and avoided doing that bad thing. Did you see that I accomplished this great task for you? Now that I've become such a great person, I think I deserve to have you listen to me. <laughs> God, that's not what God is after, and 
What we do is not going to impress him. Listen to this next scene. And this happened right after the incident with the children and the disciples. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, well, you know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. Well, teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Hmm. Jesus looked at him and loved him. And remember what love is. Love is not a warm, fuzzy feeling, but it's something that you do for a person. Jesus loved this man enough to say, one thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. You see, this rich young man thought he had so much to offer to Jesus. He relied on his wealth. He relied on his influence that the wealth would buy. Jesus knew that. He could tell by looking at this young man. I don't know, maybe the young man had an air of pride about him or arrogance. Maybe uh, there was just something in his countenance that Jesus was able to see, and Jesus put his finger right on it when he said, well, you need to get rid of those things that you rely on because you must rely only on me. Getting back to the children thought. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Did you notice there what Jesus called the disciples? He said, children. <laughs> Remember you just said, you must be like children because of such is the kingdom of God made or kingdom of heaven made. Now he just called the disciples children. Why is that? Well, remember that when Jesus called the disciples, when he was gathering these 12, he went around the countryside and he would see someone and he would say, come, follow me. And they would drop what they were doing. They left everything to follow Jesus. They came to Jesus as children. So they had already demonstrated this characteristic of themselves. So he said, children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom. And then it says, the disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, who then can be saved? Remember, Jesus has said it's easier for, the, for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And, and the disciples were amazed at that. Who then can be saved, they said. Jesus looked at them and he said, with man, this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. On our own, we cannot have any hope of entering the kingdom of God. There is no way that I can do anything that will earn me 
a position in the kingdom. But all things are possible with God. After Jesus said that, Peter said to him, We have left everything to follow you. And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me in the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age, homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, and with them persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. What did Jesus mean by that? He said that if you've left these things in this very time, you will receive a hundred times as much homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, etc. You say, how can that be, Steve? I don't see that happening. All I can tell you is what's happened in my own life. Since I have decided to follow Jesus, I have not become rich by any stretch of the imagination in a monetary sense. I struggle from month to month like most everybody else does. But, in terms of relationships, I do have more than a hundred times as many sisters and brothers because everybody who is a part of the kingdom of God is my brother or sister. I was raised with one sister. But now I have many times that. I was raised with no brothers. But I have brothers around the world. We're going to talk about that in a little, little bit here too. Homes. The home that I live in is very, very comfortable. It's not a mansion. And uh, as I said, uh, my wife and I you know, struggle to make ends meet like almost everybody else does. But God has given us a home and he's allowed us to make the payments on this home. And it's, it's more than I could have ever imagined. Now, am I saying that if you become a believer, God is going to make you rich or that he wants you to be rich or anything like that? No, 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 no. A hundred times no. I'm not, I'm not telling you that. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying that God is going to make you rich if you become a believer. That is not the point of this at all. But Jesus said himself that if you give things up, in this age, he'll return a hundredfold what you've given up. He's not interested in the physical things that we have. He's interested in our hearts, our souls. And in that, I can tell you without a doubt, Jesus will make you spiritually rich beyond anything that the most wealthy a physically wealthy person in the world can imagine if they don't have Jesus Christ. I don't know if Bill Gates is a Christian. I have no idea. Bill Gates is the richest man in the world in terms of physical, monetary wealth. I can tell you that I would rather be in my position struggling from month to month than in his position if he doesn't know Jesus Christ as his Savior. I would not trade places with him for anything. The relationship that I have with my God is worth far more than being the richest man on the planet. That will all go away. That will all burn. But my relationship with God through Jesus Christ will last forever. So... 
please um, don't ever misconstrue what I'm saying about becoming rich. You'll be rich spiritually. And so to wrap things up, let me just say that Jesus said that in order to enter the kingdom of God, you must become like a little child, leaving everything behind, bringing only your heart and an openness to rely on him and trust him. With that, nothing can keep you out of the kingdom of God. You come to him and you say, Jesus, I offer myself to you. Please forgive me of my sins. I give myself to you. I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart, come into into my life. Let me be more like you. When I grow up, Lord, I want to be just like you. That's what it takes. And he will forgive us. He will make us one of his children and we will have citizenship in the kingdom of God. All right, to end the show today, I've got a great song from Adrena Thorpe. This is a wonderful song that Adrena gave me the okay to play on the show today. Um, It's really a super one to end the year with and to begin 2006. And so I want you to listen up. I only prayed because I always do.
There it is. That's With Hope, and that's Adrena Thorpe. And, uh, boy, what a great song to look to the new year with, a song with hope. All right, you know, it's time to recycle those leftover holiday fruitcakes. That's right. You can have your cake and use it, too. Just consider the possibilities. Did you receive uh, one too many fruitcakes? And if you're me, one is one too many. Uh, here, here are some uses for the leftover holiday fruitcakes. You can use them as... Uh, Pothole fillers, or you can use it as a shot put, or a speed bump, maybe a boat anchor, or a flower press, a bed warmer if you heat it to 350 degrees, an ice pack if you chill it for 12 hours, you can use it as a chopping block, or a scratching post for your cat. Now, just remember, I'm going to uh, disavow any, uh, I, 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 you, well, just put it this way. The user assumes all liability for busted toes, hernias, and other medical ailments resulting therefrom, from the use of your fruitcake with those uses. Okay, well, there you go. That's a little bit of fun. Um, Frapper, I want to thank all the people that have pinned themselves over on my uh, Frapper map, over at frapper.com slash family. Let me just share some of the people with you who have added themselves to my map. And, uh, oh, of course, now it's not going to refresh for me. Oh, I hate when that happens. Come on, Frapper. Come on. Come on. Oh, I can't believe it did that. It crashed on me. Come on. Unbelievable. You know, probably what's happening here is that the CPU cycles are just too much. Well, let me go down the list here. I, I know some of them. Ed from the KC Weather Podcast. He's in Over, Overland Park, Kansas. Uh, Waba, my friend Waba, who we played today, has uh, pinned himself on the map. And let's see, we've got Ed Klein, Klein from Pearland, Texas. We've got Bert from McKinney, Texas. We've got my friend James Cooper from Minehead, England. Corey Bukowski from Gretna, Nebraska. Tim Mead from Cary, Illinois. Let's see, my friend Steve Gray right here in Riverside. Russ Blanchett from Litchfield, New Hampshire. Corey James Scribner, he's got the Red Jazz Radio podcast. Oh, man, great podcast. Uh, he's right here in Southern California. He's in Mission Viejo. Uh, Keith Broadbent from Brighton, Colorado. Brian Kelly from Augen Baden-Württemberg, Germany. I hope I, said, I hope I said that right, Brian. I've got John from the Tan Fasting Podcast. He's out there in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I've got Ted Gonzalez in Louisiana. Stephen Don from For What It's Worth in Westwood, California. That's up on the High Sierra. And let's see. Uh, oh, I want to give my best wishes uh, to Steve over there at For What It's Worth. He had some back surgery just last week. And uh, my prayers are with you, my friend. I got Greg Stanfield from Royals, uh, Royersford, Pennsylvania. Jason Watts, he's got the History Podcast. Good podcast. He's down here in Irvine, California. Mark Cannon from Maidstone, England. I've got Trevor Carpenter from Camarillo, California. Denise Inglis from Arlington, Texas. Boy, we got a lot of Texans, don't we? Don from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Michael from Fishers, Indiana. Kevin Zaborowski from Hummelstown, Pennsylvania. I've got Michael Moss from Whiteland, Indiana. Jeff Lutz from Gaylord, Michigan. Somebody named Oki from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Hey, Oki, what's up? I've got uh, relatives out there in Oklahoma City. We've got Thomas Pease from uh, Torrington, Connecticut. 
Eric Swanson's from Swanson from Van, Texas. Uh, Jim from Bettendorf, Iowa. My dad is from Iowa, so uh, I got relatives out there too. Let's see who else we got here. We got uh, Mike Dudiak from Easton, Pennsylvania. Got lots of people in Pennsylvania. How are y'all doing out there? Got Mark Derrica from check this from Auckland from New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand, and uh, we've got. And this this one here is a new one. The newest one is Talis Eduardo. He is from Gravatai, Rio Grande do Sul from Brazil. Okay, I didn't read that very well, Talis, and I'm very sorry about that. My, um, uh, let's see, in, in Brazil, I think you speak Portuguese. My Portuguese is worse than your English is, my friend. Uh, Talis said that he was learning English and learning about Jesus from listening to the LifeBring podcast. So, uh, Talis... Hello, my friend. It's good to know that you're there, and thank you for pinning yourself on the, the map. All right, now MySpace. We've got lots of friends over at MySpace. Check that out. I also have a player there, so if you want people to uh, hear about the LifeSpring podcast in an easy way, send them to the LifeSpring, um, the LifeSpring page on MySpace. One other thing. I normally don't um, talk about this more than once a month, but I would really love it. If 35 of you who have never voted would do it right now over at Podcast Alley, it would be really, really cool to finish 2005 in the top five in the religion slash inspiration genre over there at Podcast Alley. That would mean a lot to me. It would be so cool if you would do that right now before the end of the week. Just go to the Lifespring Podcast page over at lifespringpodcast.com and you'll see a link at the top left side of the page that you can click on to vote. If 35 of you, just 35 of you, would go over there and do that, I would end the year, end the year there at Podcast Alley in the top five in the religion genre. That would mean so much to me. If you have never voted for the podcast, or if you haven't voted this month, please go to Podcast Alley and vote for the LifeSpring podcast. Now, you're going to cast a vote. You're going to have to put your um, email address in a little box there, and then they're going to send an email to your email inbox. You'll have to go there and verify your vote through your your email inbox. Please do that. It would be so cool if you would do that. I would really, really appreciate it. And I want to remind you, too, that uh, we're going to start doing an Ask Steve segment on the podcast. Um, so I need your questions. I would like you to send uh, your uh, doctrinal questions, your religious questions, life questions. Uh, any question you have that you think I might be able to answer for you, send them to me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. Or you can phone in your question or your comments to 206 350 call. That's 206 350 call. I'll get an email in my inbox with your audio question or comment. And don't forget that the um, the show notes page is lifespringpodcast.com. You can find links to Adrena's music there. You'll be able to find links to Waba's music there. You'll be able to find the place to vote at, at the, um, the uh, Podcast Alley website. Everything is right there at lifespringpodcast.com. Until next week, remember that Jesus said, Who do you say that I am? Life Springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. Remember, I'm Steve Webb, I'm your host, and I'll see you next time.
God bless you.